if you're feeling like you have trouble tuning in or that you can't seem to connect with your intuition or, you know, you're just looking to strengthen your ability to be more intuitive, you may need to look at how you're handling stress in your life. Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, lovelies. Welcome back to Tuning In. I'm Catherine Blossom-Smith, and I am coming to you live from my room and specifically my bed tonight. So I am recording this all curled up with my blanket and my tea, and I'm just like really excited to be recording tonight because It's actually been a while since I've recorded a podcast. I know I release one every week, but since I went away, I was actually out West with some family and I haven't recorded since before I left for that trip, which was now probably two or three weeks ago. So typically I like to record once a week just to like stay in the flow of everything. And it's been a while. So I'm happy to be back recording. So much has happened in since I've checked in with you guys, but some things that I really want to talk about and share are number one, we just started the self-love activation experience last week. And All I can say is I'm so excited for where this is going because this group of amazing women are just ready to dive in. They're ready to take a look at what's working and what's not working. And they are just just open, just so open to explore. And I'm really, really excited about this. And So much has already started to come up. Things have been shifting even for myself because as I work through this experience with the participants, I'm also doing this work and it's just really interesting to see. And I'm not going to get too much into it because it's only been the first week, but I will share a little bit more. And if you were somebody who was like, I wish that I had done that. I wish I signed up. I want to sign up for the next one. You know, you can always send me an email, hello at mindbodyspiritmama.com, or there's also a wait list for the next experience that we'll be doing. I can't promise that it'll be the same structure as this one. I'm feeling like it will be different. We're going to see how this goes. Things probably will evolve in some way, shape, or form. But if you want to get on board with it in some way, just let me know and you can join the waitlist for the next round. And again, every time I make a waitlist for anything, people who join the waitlist always get 
some kind of discount because it's like you're showing me that you're interested and that you are probably going to be committed to, you know, joining. So you will always get first dibs, especially if it's limited to a certain number of people and you'll always get a discount. So just a heads up for that. So anyways, I just had to share because I'm just so excited about this group and where things are going and I love what I do. So <laughs> super happy to be in alignment with that. Next thing I want to share is that I have been going through also a couple of mentorship programs and I am halfway through my 12 week mentorship program and I'm not kidding you, like things have been majorly shifting and the synchronicities that have been happening. I mean, at this point, you would think that I would just be prepared for the synchronicities like oh yeah of course that's just what happens right and the manifestations and that kind of thing but every time it happens I'm like a little kid on Christmas like oh my gosh I can't believe this is happening this is so cool and I just want to tell everybody about it because like how weird how strange but like is it really strange is it really that weird no because that's how the universe works you know, what we put out there is what we get back. And if we focus on certain things, we're going to get it eventually, right? If we're already so focused on something, it's already actually probably happening in another timeline or something like that. So I just, okay, I'm going to tell you one little story just because I think it's so, so cool. And it involves my husband too. Like he's a big part of this little manifestation. But when we were headed out West, we were all talking about the animals that we wanted to see out there that we wanted to like manifest seeing, I guess. And I said a bear and I can't remember what the kids said, something kind of silly. I think <laughs> probably an animal that's from down South, <laughs> not, not in the, in the mountains. Um, and he wanted to see an eagle and I was like, okay, cool. Let's just like put it out there. We didn't end up seeing an eagle. So want, want, no eagle out west, no bear. We didn't really see that much. I mean, we saw a porcupine uh, in Lake Louise. Woohoo. <laughs> Although it was kind of cool because we saw it on a chairlift. But on the way back, or no, it wasn't on the way back. Once we had gotten back to Ontario, we just kept talking about eagles. And we were having this really deep conversation with my brother about eagles and how, you know, We've seen them out east in like eastern Canada. I believe we saw them in Nova Scotia. And he was saying that there's a spot sort of in the prairies in Canada where you can see tons of eagles. They just kind of come and they all hang out and it's a really good hunting area for them. Anyways, we had been talking about eagles like like so much, like more than I think I've ever talked about eagles before in my entire life. And it's just very on the forefront. So we're back in Ontario. We're taking my son to his early morning hockey practice, seven o'clock in the morning. And hockey is about a 40 minute drive from where we live currently. And we took him to hockey practice and then we were, you know, driving on the way home and it was still fairly early in the morning. And all of a sudden, this giant bald eagle flew right in front of our car, carrying 
We think it was a seagull. It looked like a duck or something like that, but my husband thinks it was a seagull. So it just kind of flew from the beach area because we live sort of on Georgian Bay and just flew like right in front of our car. It was this giant eagle. And I just like, I was speechless and I didn't have the time to take, I was driving. So I didn't take my phone out and take a photo or anything like that. But it was just like, the universe is insane. I've seen, that's the second eagle I've ever seen in my life. And like, so wild that we see it after we've been talking about eagles nonstop for the past week and a half. So it's just interesting and so amazing when it comes to manifestation and what we create in the world. And so now, you know, I'm like, we got to talk about money. (laughs) We got to talk about, you know, lots and lots of money. Money is so cool. We love it. You know, all that kind of stuff. I'm just joking. So yeah, it's just really amazing to know that, you know, what we put out there can come back and knowing that we're not alone, right? People, people, and by people, I mean, beings, guides, spirit, God, divine is listening and they're showing us in different ways that they hear us, that they're here and that they're with us. And it's just something really special to feel and know that you're part of something so much larger, right? Like you are like just this teeny little piece of something so grand and you're an, an important piece and you have the ability to shift things and make things move and make eagles appear. <laughs> so yes, it was part of my husband's manifestation, but I think it was just really, really cool. So I wanted to share that anyways. And not to mention like the whole spiritual meaning behind eagles is insane. It's like, there's so many different ones being a bird that like flies really high in the sky. It's like having a bird's eye view. The eagle is also representative of freedom, also of love and relationships, I guess, because they build nests and they mate to eagles. And yeah, there's just so many different neat meanings behind it. And I just, it was just a really cool moment. So I just wanted to share that. Anywho, (laughs) let's dive into what we're going to talk about today, which is like totally different than what I was just talking about. But we're going to talk about intuition a little bit today and what the nervous system has to do with intuition. And this is something that I have kind of experienced in my own journey to strengthening my intuition because my nervous system used to be all out of whack. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, you know my wellness past, (laughs) you know about burnout, you know, you know about high stress and how it affects so many different things in your physical body, but also emotionally, mentally, your capacity to function on a daily basis. And the nervous system really controls a lot of your ability to handle stress. It's, you know, your stress response at the end of the day. And what I want to share today is just the importance of having a regulated nervous system to be able to really tap into your intuition. And 
using your intuition effectively. Because when we are stressed out, when we are burnt out, when we are overwhelmed, when we are in fight or flight all the time, there is no freaking way that we are tapping into our truest inner knowing because it's coming from a place of safety and security. And I'm going to go into all of this, but that's kind of the gist of it is that if you're in fight or flight, you are more concerned about survival than tuning into, you know, your innate abilities and like what is actually right or wrong. And so, or like actually what's it good for you (laughs) or what's best for you in these different moments or being able to connect, right? It's hard to make an intuitive connection or an intuitive decision when you're stressed out. It's honestly hard to do anything other than just survive (laughs) when you're stressed out. So how can we kind of regulate our nervous system? How can we do that in a way that's going to support strengthening our intuition? Because that's what, you know, that's what I'm here to talk about all the time is like, how do we tune in? How do we do that in a way that's going to be most effective for what we want in the world and just getting to know ourselves better and supporting ourselves, right? So let's kind of dive into what is the nervous system? What does that look like? And how does this affect intuition in a little bit more detail? And I'm going to get a little bit sciencey here, but not too sciencey. So don't fall asleep. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I'm kind of a nerd about this kind of stuff. And so if you want to learn a little bit more, this is the episode for you. So the nervous system is basically like the control center for your body. It's like these series of nerves that travel through your entire body and they relay information to other areas of your body. Okay. Very simple. But the nervous system is broken down into several different parts with different roles as well. So again, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too sciencey. So what you need to know is that there is the central nervous system, which is basically the hub of the nervous system. And then you have the peripheral nervous system, which is all the nerves that kind of lead off of the central nervous system that are going to carry the messages outward and back in (laughs) to the central nervous system. And then the peripheral nervous system is made up of two different other systems. You have the somatic nervous system and the autonomic nervous system. And both of these are actually very important when it comes to intuition. So the somatic nervous system controls your voluntary muscles and sensory information. Anything that is voluntary where, you know, you're conscious of it happening. The autonomic nervous system controls your involuntary body functions. And both of these are just really important for intuitive abilities or intuitive functions. So before we get into all of that, there are also different kinds of intuition, okay? Or different levels of intuition because intuition is said to be like unconscious, right? It happens from a feeling 
from like within yourself or this like inner knowing that I just talk about all the time. It's like a sense of awareness, right? And when we tap into the intuitive body or intuition or our third eye chakra, like whatever you want to call it, it's said that we're connecting the mind, the subconscious and all universal consciousness. And for me, I see intuition as like the metaphysical in that it holds the meta and the physical properties. And so if you can think of intuition on a physical level, the regulated nervous system is essential for tuning in and being open to receive clear messages and downloads. The somatic nervous system is important because it will allow us to take the world around us and perceive senses. Okay. So we take in the world around us and perceive senses. And this is a really big part of tapping into our intuition, right? To be able to feel it is conscious and voluntary, and it is our ability to, you know, actively perceive. Okay. So that is how the somatic nervous system works with intuition. Somatic is voluntary. And so when we're using our intuition, we can sit and feel, right? We can, we can take in the world around us. We can kind of deepen those senses, our smells, our ability to just know what's going on in our bodies and around our bodies. So the somatic nervous system is really important for intuitive abilities, But also we have the autonomic nervous system. Now the autonomic nervous system is broken down into two more parts. I know we are just going down the nervous system (laughs) rabbit hole today, but this is also very important because we have the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. Now these, you've probably heard of these before when you're talking about stress because The sympathetic nervous system is used as kind of like a way to amp us up when there's a perceived threat. This is our fight or flight mode, okay? The sympathetic nervous system, you can call it fight or flight. And what happens when the sympathetic nervous system is activated is it will signal a release of adrenaline and cortisol to increase energy really quickly throughout the body so that we can flee from a threatening situation or fight off a threatening predator. You know, you always hear the analogy like running from a bear, right? And the key thing to note about when this happens, when we're in fight or flight mode, when our adrenaline is up and our cortisol, these are our stress hormones. When this happens, all of our unnecessary bodily functions will come to a halt. So Anything that's not needed at a time of a crisis, think of things like digestion, reproduction, other types of hormone function, potentially immune function, right? They will just stop and, well, not stop completely, but they'll be shut down (laughs) for a while. And this can also block us from experiencing clear intuition and clear perception, Because all of a sudden there's this filter that gets placed on your vision 
And that is just survival. You're just in survival mode. So all of your judgments, all of your actions, everything that you do or think, it's all going to be come from this place of what do I need to do to just survive right now? So is that what we want for our intuition? Not necessarily, right? Now, in some cases, I will say that intuition can be heightened in those really brief moments of acute stress when we like need really good hearing and really good vision and we're on like high alert. Like you might actually even have better immediate intuition abilities like in that moment. But most of us are not perceiving acute stress like that, right? We're not running from a predator every once in a while, right? Most of us are experiencing chronic levels of stress. And that's where we're feeling these like heavier stress for longer periods of time, like prolonged over the course of days, weeks, months, years even, right? And this is where things get a little bit messy with intuition. When adrenaline stops, cortisol kicks in, and then being in the state of like alert for extended time starts to create wear and tear on our nervous system and all other systems involved, okay? So what do we do about this, okay? Yeah, so our sympathetic nervous system is engaged and we're, you know, we've got all the stress hormones just like going through us. Cortisol is high. We're on this like high state of alert and we just are trying to survive. We're just trying to stay alive. And I know a lot of us are going through this. So what do we need to come in to kind of calm us down? And this is where the parasympathetic nervous system comes in. What the parasympathetic nervous system does is it's meant to work in balance with the sympathetic nervous system to just bring in calm after these bursts of stress. Okay. So you have this high level of stress and as soon as the perception of stress is gone, the parasympathetic will come in to kind of calm down the cortisol, bring everything back down to neutral. And it will feel like there's no threat anymore, right? So when we are in the parasympathetic or when the parasympathetic is activated, there's going to be less like survival influence when it comes to our intuition. When we are calm and in a relaxed state, we can feel more open to receive information and insights and we can tune into our body. We'll have the you know, capacity to listen to what's going on and interpret feelings and visions and emotions and thoughts, etc. Right? So if you're feeling like you have trouble tuning in or that you can't seem to connect with your intuition, or, you know, you're just looking to strengthen your ability to be more intuitive you may need to look at how you're handling stress in your life. Are you in fight or flight all the time, right? How are you dealing with chronic stress? Are you dealing with chronic stress? Do you find it difficult to relax after a busy day? How is your sleep? Like all of these things, just kind of ask yourself if you're feeling disconnected 
you're not in tune, check in with your stress, check in with your nervous system. We got to start regulating. So if this sounds like you, I've made a list of, let me just check. I made a list. I think there's seven or eight different things that you can do to start to regulate your nervous system, like super simple things to help promote a more effective and efficient shift from that high stress moments that you have, those high stress moments, right? To calm down, relax, rest and digest mode, okay? And I just want to say too, like, it's not bad to be in the sympathetic, to have that activated. It's important, right? It's part of our survival. It's part of, you know, keeping us, you know, safe at the end of the day, right? We need that part. But it's when we get stuck in the sympathetic that becomes an issue. So if you want to tap into your intuition, if you really want to start tuning in and listening to what's going on in the world around you and be able to receive messages, some things you can do. Number one, you might want to get a pen and paper for this or you can always come back. Okay. So number one, this is a super obvious one. Okay. And it's, this is stuff is not rocket science. I'm not here to like create new ideas, but it's just a reminder of the things you can do, the things that we need to be incorporating. Okay. And even if you feel like your stress is still pretty good, like you're not super chronically stressed, these things are great to incorporate for anybody. Okay. Number one, breathing, (laughs) just start freaking breathing. Okay. But I mean like deep breathing, like get the oxygen flowing to your cells throughout your entire body. Just start breathing more deeply. I remember there was one time where I went to, I think I was going to get a massage and the massage therapist was like, are you breathing? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm breathing. What are you talking about? She's like, you're barely making any noise or movement. I like you, your breath, your breath is so shallow. And I was like, Oh no. (laughs) And at this point, like I had some awareness of the benefits of like deep breathing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is not good. Like I need to start breathing more fully, more deeply, right? We don't want to just be breathing into our throat. We need to be getting the air circulating and flowing and oxygenating ourselves. This is huge. Breath is one of the best ways that you can get your body from the sympathetic to activating the parasympathetic nervous system, getting you from high stress situations, high stress feelings to a more calm, relaxed state. So if you're ever feeling, if you ever catch yourself in the state of like just overwhelm or a lot of stress or, you know, just feeling out of body almost like you are out of control. Just take like one to three, five, however many breaths you need until you feel, you know, present and at more peace. Breathing is one of the best ways to regulate our nervous system. And if you find it really helpful for you, like I would even suggest going further and start doing like breath work. Like you can actually 
join breathwork communities. You can go to breathwork classes. You can listen to audios to really take the time out of your day, even if it's just for five minutes, 10 minutes a day to practice those deeper breaths. And like any kind of calming activity, it just really helps to get you in that parasympathetic and it can help train your body to do that more effectively, right? More, more efficiently even, right? Sometimes it's hard to bring our bodies from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. Sometimes it takes a while to calm things down and breathing is such a great way to do that. So number one, breathe, deep breathe, breathe in that oxygen, get it flowing through your cells. Number two is get grounded. Duh. I talk about grounding all the time and I feel like a broken record sometimes, but maybe I'm not. I don't know. But this is like literally and figuratively. So getting grounded is just like come back to earth for a moment. Okay. Stress is in our head a lot of the time. Yes, we can have physical stress, injuries, and things like that, but most of the stress that we perceive is not like a bear coming at us. It's stress from the week. It's stress from our job. It's stress from the traffic, stress from our kids. It's stress, you know, it's stress that we are holding in our heads, in our minds. It's all perception, whether you're actually running from a predator or, you know, you just have a major deadline or something like that to reach at work. Like, so Really just coming back to earth, getting out of your head and getting grounded. So you can even like envision your feet reconnecting to the ground. That's part of grounding too, right? You can be sitting on a chair with your feet on the ground, but not actually in the earth. And you can envision like roots just growing out of your feet into mother earth. There's amazing ways to do that. You can envision grounding from your tailbone if you're sitting on the ground and creating like a seat for yourself into the earth. You can also go outside. (laughs) Hey, there's an idea. Go outside, be in nature, right? Turn off all the stimulation, all the gadgets and the electronics that are like taking you out of your physical body, taking you out of your being, Put your feet in the ground, lay in the grass or the leaves this time of year. That is so important to bring yourself, not just to like switch the perception of stress, but just to change your, you know, your electromagnetic field as well, which can really help to regulate your nervous system too. So getting in to the earth, grounding, but also visualizing that can be super, super helpful. I love grounding. It's one of my favorite things to do. It always just feels so much better. (laughs) So good. Uh, Number three is making time to connect. So this kind of like, there's so many ways that this can go, but basically what I mean by connect is inward. Like you can connect with others too, but really calming stress, one of the best things to do is just go inward. Have tune-in time. This is what I call it. I call it tune-in time where I can sit with myself and just like analyze, not analyze, that's the wrong word, but just check in with how I'm feeling. What am I feeling physically in my body? 
What emotions am I feeling right now in this moment? What thoughts are popping into my head? What am I feeling spiritually? Or what am I lacking spiritually? What's, what am I feeling? What's going on? Just tune into yourself without judgment, without analyzing actually, right? Just to check in. Another thing that's really great to do in this is like meditation, prayer, journaling, just like go inward and just be with yourself. We're constantly like looking for stuff on the outside of ourselves all the time, looking for that stimulation, looking for distractions and it's just creating more stress, right? All of the distractions and things to kind of numb what's actually going on is just going to keep us in that survival mode. If we are tuning in with what's going on within our being, we are much more likely to be able to just be with that, just be able to sit with it and be present. And getting present is just one of the best ways to get out of that sympathetic nervous system and into the parasympathetic. When we're present, we're not thinking about the future. We're not thinking about what's coming down, what's going on in the next hour, the next day. And we're also not thinking about the the past either. So it's just bringing that in to just focus on the here and now. And that's also what grounding does. That's also what breath work does. It just gets you present to where you're at right now in this moment. So that's number three, making time to connect and go inward, have tune in time, check in time, whatever you want to call it. Number four, I love this one. And this is one that I'm working on (laughs) a little bit more. And this is have fun. Just have have freaking fun, guys. Do more of what you love. Do things that feel easy. Take a break laugh, you know, put on a funny movie or something like have fun. I love this too. Like it's just kind of a side note, but check in with your inner child. (laughs) I love this. It's like, what would I have liked to do when I was six years old? I've been thinking this a lot because my son is six and it's like, he just wants to do all these things that like I used to want to do when I was a kid and that I haven't done in so long. And it's like, okay, let's do that. And I end up having so much fun doing it. And I just get so relaxed and I'm just in this state of like joy. And when we're in joy, we're not in stress. It's just like a, they don't go, they just negate each other. It's like, you can't have stress and joy at the same time. It just doesn't work. So having more fun, doing things that you really love to do, doing things that are a little bit easier, you know, are so, so, so beneficial to bringing our stress levels down. And when we're having fun, we're just like, we're out there playing in the world and we become more connected to our intuition in that way in the world around us. And we're just become more open to receiving. It's all part of it. Okay. So those are the first four. I have three more for you. Okay. Ready? Number five is body work. And so this is more like on a physical level, some things that you can do, especially if you're like, I'm so stressed. I don't even know where to start. So I love incorporating these into my routine also, but so things like massage, chiropractic work, 
acupuncture, craniosacral, osteopath, even like just getting things moving and flowing. You know, a lot of our nervous system runs along our spine. So if you are not moving your body or getting some, you know, potentially manual movement there, things can get stuck. Things can get blocked and we just got to keep things flowing. So getting some body work done can be really, really helpful to regulate your nervous system, but also can help to like massage, right? Can put you into a more relaxed state. So they can be super, super helpful as well. So I'm all for the body work. Go and do it. If you have benefits, this episode's coming out in October. So you have a couple of months <laughs> to claim all your benefits. Get out there and do that. Yeah. Body work. Number five. Number six is something that I feel like people forget sometimes. And it's, this is like the furthest from rocket science. I feel like everybody could do this. So many people have this in their house right now. And that's aromatherapy. The scent our senses through our like ability to smell is huge, right? Same thing goes for like those survival instincts. When we smell something that brings a sense of calm as opposed to stress, (laughs) it can very quickly shift our perception of what's going on in the world around us. So incorporating smells and aromatherapy that are known to be calming, help our bodies relax, like why not? It's one of those things where it's like, even if you don't really believe in it, or I know some people are a little skeptical when it comes to like essential oils and stuff like that. It's like, well, try it, see what happens. I mean, I personally am someone who loves a good smell. (laughs) Like I'm all about the smells and I'm actually kind of a smell snob because I really don't like toxic smells. I like real natural smells. Like give me the wet forest, like dampness. I love that smell. The changing of the seasons. Love that smell. I love the smell of like, I don't even know (laughs) new babies. Like who doesn't love a new baby smell? Those are just like amazing, wonderful smells. So I know we can't really bottle those up necessarily, but things like lavender, bergamot, rosemary, peppermint, they're all just known to be more calming and help to relieve stress. So another thing that can be really great, I, you know, keep a little essential oil roller ball or something like that in your purse and just kind of smell it throughout the day. You might look like a little bit of a weirdo at work or something like that, but just pull it out, have a little smell and move on with your day. So, or, you know, if you do have like one of those diffusers in your house, you can do that. Yeah. I, I don't sell essential oils. I'm not here to sell you on them or anything like that, but I do, I do think that they, they make a big difference for sure. Okay. That's number six. And Number seven, I had to put this in not only because of my holistic nutrition background, but I know that sometimes it's just like we need that extra support. Sometimes it feels like it's out of our control to make that shift in our stress and we need a little bit of a like push, like a gentle little nudge in the right direction. And 
supplements can definitely help with that. I am so for this natural whole supplements. So if you're like, I'm doing all these things, I love that, but also (laughs) I'm still feeling super high stress. And if you're like really chronically stressed and you've been feeling chronically stressed for a really long time, what stress does is it depletes your body of nutrients. When we go into this fight or flight mode, you know, to get our bodies to run away from a predator, we need to use up all of our nutrient stores. So what that means is we're using up a lot of our vitamins and our minerals and our nutrients to help us get away from that predator. So if your body's perceiving this high levels of stress for like years and years and years, you know, you might be pretty depleted and it's important to build those stores back up. So I'm not going to give away specific recommendations here or amounts that you should be taking because it's a very personalized thing when it comes to supplements. But just in general, things that you could look out for are, number one, magnesium. It's my favorite supplement, I think. I think I've just decided that right now that magnesium might be my favorite super calming, amazing to take before bed, helps to relax your body, relax your nervous system, relax your muscles. It helps you to feel calm. It helps with recovery. Just so, so great for magnesium. Number one, the other one is B vitamins are really great for our nervous system. They actually give you a little bit more energy. They're a little bit more energy inducing. Depends on the B vitamin. There's so many different ones. There's one, two, three, B5, B6, B9, B12. So they all do slightly different things, but just in general, like a B complex can be something that you might want to add in. It helps strengthen the nerve itself. So really good for stress, definitely. Another one is holy basil. And this is an herb supplement that you can take. And it's quite calming as well. It's actually included in the reishi mushroom elixir that I take almost every night. (laughs) And it's just extremely calming. And like, at this point, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I love my holy basil. I love it, love it, love it. Another herb that's really great for calming is ashwagandha. Another one, I would say watch out with ashwagandha because sometimes it can have the opposite effect with certain people. So again, with all of these, you should be working with a practitioner of some sort just to make sure that there's no contraindications with any other medications and things like that before you kind of hop in. Even if you go to a health food store, just double check. Sometimes they are trained nutritionists. Sometimes they are not. So see if you can speak with somebody who knows what they're talking about. (laughs) You're not going to see that at the grocery store typically, or even like a shopper's drug mart, unless you're speaking with the pharmacist. But yeah, make sure you're talking to somebody who knows what they're talking about before you start to take any type of supplement. And the last one I want to throw in there too is L-theanine. And L-theanine is amazing for stress. It is so, so great. And L-theanine is actually an amino acid and it's great for the nerves themselves, really strengthens them. And it actually helps to just calm 
overall just really helps with that and sometimes with mood too and just you know getting you out of that sort of stressed state can be really helpful for that so that is all seven i'll do a quick recap we've got number one breathing number two getting grounded number three make time to connect go inward number four is have fun number five body work number six aromatherapy and number seven you know, if you're out of luck, supplement, <laughs> supplementation. So that's, that's it guys. I just like talked for so long. This is a really long episode, <laughs> but that's what I want to say. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. There's a little bonus. Okay. When it comes to calming your nervous system, it's not, I mean, there's so many amazing benefits that this has, but keeping a clear, intuitive channel open is one of them. And that's what I kind of wanted to hit home with today was like, in order for you to have that clear connection, to be able to discern also what's really going on, we need to really try to regulate that nervous system and be in a more calm state. So it's wonderful for intuition, but it's also amazing for manifestation. It can be applied to creating what you want as well, right? And I think it was actually Manifestation Babe. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you should definitely go check her out. She is like a hero. (laughs) I think she was the one who was talking about it, that when we're in fight or flight, the last thing that we are doing is calling in our highest desires because we're so focused on survival. So in that moment, it doesn't allow for higher levels of creativity, right? We just get stuck in the physical form reality. And that actually can create this barrier to like, you know, the quantum realms of possibility. So anything that would get created in moments of high stress would be just for basic survival purposes. So if you're like, I want to create, I want to manifest all of these things in my life. I want to live my dream life. I want to call in my highest good. We need to be like, okay, let's get a regulated nervous system. And then we can start talking about manifestation, right? So creating a calm space for yourself is important for intuition, for manifestation, and for just overall general health too, right? And I've talked about that a lot, but there's just so many other things. And I love bridging the gap between physical wellness and, you know, higher realms, other realms of possibilities. So when we get that physical body in check, when our nervous system is regulated, other higher levels of possibilities become possible. And it's pretty freaking exciting. So anyways, thanks for being here today. Thanks for listening. I would love to know if you have any questions about this, what you think about it. If it's something you resonate with, like please share with your best friend, with maybe your high stress friend. (laughs) You're like, hey, maybe you should listen to this. Maybe check this out. Here are some tips you you can use to calm the f down (laughs) and yeah i would just love to hear your feedback 
If you have any questions, please reach out to hello at mindbodyspiritmama.com or send me a DM on Instagram. It's just at mind.body.spiritmama.com. And yeah, that's it for today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and don't forget to love yourself. Obviously so much love for you. So grateful for you. And I will catch you next time. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, one more thing. Would you like a free mini intuitive reading sent right to your email? Let me connect with my spirit team and your energy to provide you with the intuitive message that I receive created just for you. All you have to do is send me your name and email to hello at mindbodyspiritmama.com and I will reply with your reading within 24 hours. Please let me know if it resonates for you, what you think, and if you enjoyed the experience. Oh, and don't forget to like, share, follow, and review. Thanks for tuning in.